and welcome to Enough Wicker, a podcast where we talk about how it's impossible not to see the amazement in our favorite TV show, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're on the 23rd episode in the series, Blind Ambitions. Oh boy, this episode always <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's honestly, I feel like you have a high tolerance for that, so that's saying something. I, I kind of do. I think it's just like, I, you know... It, you'll we'll see a theme our our wonderful listeners will see a theme with me where it's like there's just i have this particular like heartstring tug when old people are in trouble or like not feeling well <laughs> and especially people who have disabilities and like just like people who struggle right like especially if it's like a cute old lady or something so like this comes up a lot but it's also just like man lily when she's all in the kitchen and shit but we'll get to that anyway i i don't rewatch this one uh very often um i wouldn't say i would turn it off it was on like where I, where it would have to be a particular mood but um but it was interesting re-watching it as a scholar because there's so many things i missed i completely forgot about the garage sale b story oh my god which also, is the first like, garage sale of many of course so. yeah but the other ones are so much better yeah so the b story super doesn't work in this one i don't think and um I think when I was just rereading my notes, I think the reason I don't like it is because, like, it's only Rose dealing with, like, a situation that is horrible and, like, sucks. But there's no growth that comes out of it. Like, she, from the beginning, is like, Lily, you have to learn to adjust. Like, her stance on the situation doesn't change that, like, of course it sucks, but, like, you need to learn to accept that you're living as a blind person. Like, she doesn't evolve at all so it's just like literally watching somebody that that that, like you love struggle with a situation that is like (laughs) terrible like I don't I don't like it at all no I know and there's like there's like one tiny moment where Rose is like well I'm gonna move out there and they're like you shouldn't and then she's like okay yeah and and like and then any growth that happens with Lily happens completely off screen like she goes (laughs) to Chicago or some shit and it's just like I'm fine now let's drive home yeah it's totally fine like yeah oh my god the pendulum is like insane it it is it is you're right exactly so um I would like to talk about well one we open with them grilling out which I just love there's like Dorothy standing behind this like it's just a weird scene you know it just doesn't appear again it's like yeah listen it's first season of trying stuff out i get it you know um but you know somehow like the gardening emil and i work better than this like grill it's like set up very formally it's very strange um and (laughs) blanche tells a story where she's like oh they used to argue over who would lick the barbecue sauce off my fingertips you know some other dude or something yeah kiss away the little drizzle of butter that dropped down my chin and it's all taken it's fucking disgusting one but it's all also taken very seriously and even like smiled at like (laughs) yeah like they're not like blanche get the hell out of here like everyone's like oh that's adorable uh what a fond memory and you're just like all right guys (laughs) which is especially crazy when you consider that the next episode is big daddy which is like amazing and full of that like Mm -hmm. They don't even touch on that here. Right, exactly. And they can play on, like, the ridiculousness. I don't know. It was just weird. You need you need the other characters to, like, bounce Blanche's wackiness off of. Um, it's just kind of, uh, or her southern, you know, her southern wackiness, where it's just kind of hilarious. And to your point, the next episode, like, Sophia, every single scene she's <laughs> in is just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> the next one's so great. It's so wonderful. Um, so. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, wait, I want to talk about the pendulum, where it starts, because I just <laughs> saw this in my notes. Actually, I had completely forgotten but Lily did you actually a... use the word pendulum <laughs> yes i did I Lily 
Lily had a pilot's license at one point. Like she didn't. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> See, like, that's not a major plot point, but, like, it just, like, said it passing. (laughs) Of all the people to lose their sight. You are very correct. That is right. Oh, my God. Unreal. (laughs) Um, I do like, I mean, it's obviously, like, there's a lot of uh, more to it now, but I do love the Cosby jokes that are are made, like, about the show and, like, hoping an amusing black family drops by the new drive. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Very funny. Exactly. They do a good job. And honestly, where they have, um, they kind of do this a lot, too, where it's like with Rose's family, like they go hard the other way, where they're just like, the rest of Rose's family is just as ridiculous yeah. as she is. But in this one, you know, she's set up to be the doof of her family, where Lily's like totally normal. There's like nothing else. She tells the whole story about how like, oh, my father used to, you know, <laughs> just drive us out just beyond the barn. And Rose's like, what do you mean just beyond the barn? And it's yeah. like, delivered really well you know it's coming but it's like it's delivered very very well that obviously rose is like the slowest one to catch on but it's it's like all at the same time knowing what we know later in the series like it literally just doesn't work as a family member (laughs) at all (laughs) no and the other thing like we'll talk more about lily but um there's a scene where they're getting ready for the garage sale which is like a which is so like terribly executed like it really I think they, they, everything about it they saw the potential in it because they use it like four more times but yes. um yeah and honestly just... there's some thematic elements that do return like blanche's elvis obsession yeah that's and true. rose's obsession with teddy bears yes like, there's, two teddies there's it, there's a lot it's like almost like this was the trial run for like later for like teddy sales. bear at garage sale plot line like it's exactly. crazy that exact thing is reused but so, like blanche but like, yeah but, like blanche's wig and like woodstock <laughs> oh, i love that and, like the whole thing is so ridiculous she looks so it's so funny and it's so like Gidget and um, yes, but it's exactly. crazy that Blanche, who's afraid of New York City, would have been at Wo- who's like completely not. You know, it's like Megan well, McCain going to Coachella. Movie, it's like crazy. So. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, exactly. Okay. That's the, that's the whole thing. As yeah. soon as they said it, I was like furiously typing in my notes, being like, "Blanche did not go to Woodstock. Yeah. Give me a break." And then yeah, I was like, "That's too far north." <laughs> yeah, she would never. <laughs> exactly. But what I do find hilarious about the garage sale element is like. You know, we, we don't really know exactly how long they've been living together now, but like clearly like three of the women of that house are tenants, right? So it's like somebody's like, I can't believe I've kept her all like Dorothy was like, I can't believe I've kept her all these years. It's like, did you just move boxes? Like like a lot of like all of your childhood boxes into this house? Like I'm not sure. Like two episodes ahead if we're, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> we're flashing back i just see you carrying one box in the house to move in yeah you're so i'm not really sure <laughs> you're like, downsizing yeah, from like a family home in brooklyn to one room in a miami house <laughs> like you didn't throw anything away i know i know it's fantastic <laughs> yeah. but yeah you just you're just supposed to ignore that 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 i've never considered that it's so it's, that is a big hole <laughs> <it> is, <laughs> and you bring bobby hole's hockey stick. yeah we can we skip ahead and ask why does Dorothy have Bobby Hull's hockey stick? She's and a... why did she not want to sell it to somebody who appreciated Bobby Hull's hockey stick? It's like the biggest thing. And it's like, I you could have written Dorothy having an, like a irrational attachment to even a sports thing. I think that could have worked. Yeah. But like, they don't expect it's just like so out of nowhere and never comes up again obviously no, like <laughs> never again 
<laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, yeah, and there's uh, yeah, Mr. Longfellow is the oh name yeah of the you know the the bear, which of course uh, Fernando is yeah a much he's no story Fernando, way later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what I do like about the B story is it's within the A story, like because again, yeah, when like, they move Lily's the boxes. There. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> when she's like walking through and they're like parting the Red Sea, I love that. <laughs> It is really actually very hilarious, but it's also so fourth wally when you're like, there's plenty of room for her to walk around those boxes. They were not in the way at all, but you're just putting them in the way frantically. <laughs> but yeah, this episode, is, I mean, it's it's just funny to, to make fun of and also just to see, um, like we said, like they're they're testing things out. They're just like trying to see how things are. Like, again, I like the creativity of the B story and the A story. There's not a lot of growth, as you pointed out, but, like, the girls still do chime in on Lily because she's a house guest, right? Like, this is where so much of the great conflict comes in and the different values that all of the girls bring as to, like, how you would handle a situation is what makes for, like, all the really interesting, like, gray area, you know, problems to solve. Um, But... (laughs) It's not a gray area when you have a blind person sitting in your kitchen. Yeah, like that's a that's a really great example, actually, of what you're just saying. Because like Rose is so non-confrontational and she's so um, like protective of her relationships to a fault. So I think Blanche in that in that scene really says what Rose is thinking, but can't bring herself to say, which is like, yeah, you should not have been cooking on a stove. You don't know. You can't see. Like it's not like exactly. It's not up for debate. And it's like, it is uncomfortable for someone else to have to say it. Someone else outside your family to have to sort of scold your family and house guests and all that kind of stuff and like set it straight. But like, come on. The fire is the scariest thing we've had since the gunshot. And like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I know why this episode makes me so Yeah, no, that's a great comparison. Well, I don't usually watch that. I mean, seriously, it is crazy. But it's like, I I do like how, again, I think the writers are really just trying different things out. I think the message of, like, what they were trying to get across here, albeit as wonky as it does come across, is, like, when you're older, like, you could actually, you know, gain a new disability. And it's very likely that you will later in life, right? That's going to change the way you have to move through the world. And this is an older demographic, and it's, you know, it's very, like... I mean, at the present time, I think it's like one in five Americans has like a certified disability, which is insane, you know, and it's just like much more likely to happen to you when you get older and you just have to fucking adjust. (laughs) And it's really hard. And this one's like blown out (laughs) to the extreme proportions of a pilot, you know, um, at first wanting to cook and set fire to a stranger's kitchen and, you know, uh, then swinging hard the other side and can't get a glass of water for herself. (laughs) But then swinging hard the pendulum the other side and then driving home yeah, Becky. So, uh, from the airport in Chicago. <laughs> Good forget. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I think, I think that they were, that's what they were trying to go for. That's, that's what came to me like in this. It's like, I, I see what you're talking about or I see the theme that you were trying to Yeah, push. I think that's totally valid. Um, but I think the other problem is that Lily is so annoying the whole time. Like, she... <laughs> I wish there was a more, like, nuanced way to say that, but I feel like that's honestly the (laughs) issue because – so at first she's, like, 
You know the you know the line that just came to my head. Yeah, I never thought you'd be a jerk in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> like I never thought you'd be an annoying. Blind yeah, person. exactly. Like that's the thing, oh. and like her reaction to it, the whole which you know, like I think we give her a pass for having trouble accepting the fact that she's lost her sight. Like I'm sure that's awful, and and I think she does. Yeah, I mean it would suck. Terrible. To be blind. No hands. And down. I think the um scene with the dress is actually really emotional and like, uh, I think really makes the audience more empathetic to her maybe than they have been but when totally. she's like talking about how like she had the accident and rose is like trying to talk to her about it. she's like oh i've been having accidents since i was two like you know that like peeing in your diaper or your pull-up is different than like <laughs> setting a house on fire like those accidents are exactly. not even, like they shouldn't be in the same category and then like just when she it, like the the shifting from like being so unwilling to take any help to like totally sort of like being in denial. I don't know. She could take a lesson from Mrs. Beatty and, and working the same situation. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yes. she should. <laughs> Really compress it with Mrs. Beatty and Lily doesn't know what no. she's doing. So. Also, they like the whole like, Rose, you're a worrier. You're a worry. You always worry. 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 It's like it's, it's such too a played much, out yeah. weird line. It's way too much. And it's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't do Lily's character. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. To really appreciate her. Yeah. So, um, I want to talk um, about really yeah. quickly Blanche is describing I I don't know where George would have been fighting um, like what war yeah. but you know what I'm going to say some, like some yeah <laughs> well, they don't even believe in Jesus I need that it's whole like... story some godforsaken land where people didn't even believe in Jesus <laughs> what first of all he wasn't in the crusades I don't know why that's the thing that we're like harping on but like I was thinking, like, Korea or, like, maybe World War Two. Like, I have no idea. But, like, I was really trying to, like, put some historical context to that. But I was, like, still not okay to say, like, regardless. She definitely not. Well, it's either World War Two or Korea. And she was making canteens, <laughs> which, one, I don't believe at all. And two... <laughs> then that's gotta be I, I i actually am very ignorant as to whether we were still having like these types of lines and people were volunteering women were volunteering in factories to make canteens for the korean war don't think so but i, <laughs> I could be wrong some historian who's out there listening come check me but um yeah every, everything is really um off <laughs> like that is not that story is so bizarre it's so offensive oh god Anything. yeah no and and i mean blanche is kind of like she's kind of pops up here she's sort of peppered in the way that like we've seen Sophia used um because every time she comes in I do feel like there's like some thing that she kind of like grabs you but she's not really she's not a heavy part of this episode at all um but of course the salt and pepper shakers and then like her reaction to Elvis which comes up so many times because there's um the hunga hunga burn and love fan club which I love so much oh yeah Tarantino oh um but then what's the other oh when she accidentally invites all of the elvis impersonators back you know like there's like a running theme here yes exactly mm-hmm. so it's nice to see yeah sorry that was that was the yeah that's the two-part yeah yeah, yeah it's all yeah exactly <laughs> i just got kicked out of an unauthorized fan club. um anyway god we're really skipping ahead we're like filling in this episode talking about it with but that's the thing so many yeah exactly telling. exactly um What's interesting is, again, going back to, like, what they were going for, right? This, like, okay, you can get a disability, something can happen suddenly to you, or gradually, as it happened to Lily, and you just have to learn how to adjust. And 
you know, again, this is baby five stages of grief. There's like all sorts of ways that people process it and different, um, you know, time frames. But, you know, Sophia talks a lot about when she had her stroke and she's like, oh, remember how bad, you know, I had it and that kind of thing. And she <laughs> describes like, it's, it's a good analogy, but she describes like Dorothy like screamed and hollered at me <laughs> to like get myself fixed up. I was feeling sorry for myself, which like I do believe and I don't believe too. And one, the scream and holler at me thing doesn't fit with the Shady Pine story <laughs> at all. So they don't have that even on the radar <laughs> as like a possibility <laughs> until like two episodes later. But um, yeah, it's really, it's really fascinating of just like how they're trying to fit in the other perspectives, but this one doesn't fire as well as so i mean like literally the vast majority of the episodes in this series um like to really puzzle piece all the pieces together this one's just like "Ah, i I see where you're going but it doesn't really work yeah i think you can tell this is like an earlier one um because it's like there's no i and i also feel like that's reflected in like the bigger theme of rose not like evolving at all um but i will say like and like so first, the weird thing is this episode also does a weird time jump thing, which, like, none of them do. Like, we fast forward to two months later when Rose is going to go visit oh, her, yeah. which, like, is super bizarre. And, like, the scenes in the airport are just, like, I feel like you can just <laughs> tell it's so low budget. Like, it's it's really, like, uh, not as refined as it gets much later, obviously. Um, but yeah. when Rose is talking about going to visit her and she's talking to uh, Dorothy and Blanche and she's like, I can't say no again. Like, I won't be able to do it. Like, I do think that is a right. good, that's like a good piece of writing and it's also delivered so well. Like, I think it's very yeah. relatable. Yeah, it is. And like, to your point earlier, it's like Rose wanted to say all these things, but she's just as a person is not really capable of standing up for herself in that same way or being as firm lined, you know? So like when Blanche kind of spoke for her <laughs> concerns earlier, um as you mentioned then the same thing of like she's going to be alone and not be able to deflect it but it's all okay because becky and driving (laughs) whatever and we just like glaze over it we're like okay sounds great (laughs) yeah she took air florida to chicago that's like the airline that she flew she got all the peanuts it's very like (laughs) (laughs) i can only what'd she say 10 packs is all i can give you i told you that on the plane it's it's a good it's really funny actually (laughs) It is actually a really good, it's a good um, delivery of that one. Because she has, like, this customer service smile. And then she's just like, yeah. wait. <laughs> Which, like, we've been over You this. know that's how Rose Jesus. is, like, on an airplane. So. Exactly. Exactly. And blocking the whole mm-hmm. traffic. And nobody says, move out of the way. <laughs> I guess they're all Yeah, polite. not New Yorkers. So. <laughs> I also, what I really do like when Rose is talking to them before she leaves is uh, a particularly, like, dated reference. Which is great. She, and not, I mean, not necessarily dated. They're still collect calling. But she's like, a call you collect. And you could tell them I'm not home, and that way you won't have to lie to the phone company. <laughs> but I love that Rose is using the trick of, like, you know, like asking for herself as the signal, so you don't actually have to pay. Or like when you cram, you used to cram in yeah. the message of being like, you know, like, "Hi, you have a call from." Yeah, Pittsburgh. that was such a uh, that's such a time, like a such a dated reference. exactly. It's amazing, but yeah, like Rose cheating the phone company, it's just a big concern. <laughs> I really like that line because that one that one made a lot of sense. So yeah, it's very true. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we kind of alluded to this in the beginning. Like I, this one is like a dud kind of. I, I feel like there's a lot that is tested out and ends up working really well later, but like not yeah. not working well in this one as well as it does other times yeah it's just it's just thin it's thinner than most uh 
of the intricate scenarios that play out and yeah it's just there are a couple again watching it as a scholar there's just extra bizarre mm-hmm. stuff that i have not caught <laughs> such as bobby hall's hockey stick i don't know i can't get over that one pretty weird <laughs> exactly exactly so but yeah that's all i Me got too. For all righty well next time we're going to discuss whether your father playing guitar or selling the entire family estate without consulting anyone is a bigger <laughs> issue <laughs> Take care, everybody.